another episode of Don't Leave Tim Judges Podcast. My main man is always Patty Broke a Skull. Patty. Yay, yay. What is up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Don't leave it to the judges. And uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover, man. Contender series. We got the last card. We got an upcoming card. And we got a lot of stuff that I got to bitch about real yeah. quick. What well, upcoming We're- card is until a week away. So Okay, so we don't have an actual next. card this weekend? No. Oh, God. What a tragic weekend this will be. All right, but uh, Bisbing last week said that he loves the Yanni the Greek portion on the Contender Series. That, to me, is as dumb as Cormier saying that he should be allowed to pick some of the contracts this week. That's fucking stupid. And if that happens, they might as well just let Yanni start picking some of the contracts because that's about (laughs) as serious as I take it. It's fucking idiotic. Cormier also says that he's got a guy at his camp that's not a professional yet, but he takes him through mock professional fights to sort of get him ready to be there under the lights. I mean, Cormier, what you should be doing is training your fighters how not to cry when they lose. Okay, that's about as big a success that you would have as a coach. He also says, I say this, Cormier does need a new job because talking is not his strong suit, but he obviously is wearing a strong suit. Otherwise, he'd burst out of that fucking thing. I mean, the guy walks around and stands like he plays an organ at a fucking cemetery in the middle of the night. What's going on here? What's wrong with your body? And then he tries to like be self-deprecating by saying, oh, the 205 Daniel Cormier was eight by the fucking 240-pound Cormier and heavyweight. You're like, come on, dude, stop doing that. You're not cute enough. You're not cute enough to try to be funny too, Cormier. Stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. Um, we can talk about these first uh, four fights. I didn't actually see the, the last one yet. It is currently playing as we record this, but uh, first fight, females, dude. They only last a round anyway. They... Okay, uh, good. Dude, yeah, I just want to bring up uh, Cormier since you, since you yes. mentioned him. Yes. You know, he comes on the show. We haven't seen him on the show in a year, and I think there's a reason behind that because the last time he was on the show, and he admitted this, he was, like, talking about who should get a contract, who shouldn't get a contract. And uh, Dana White came out from the back and was like, Cornier, you don't know what you're talking about. So-and-so gets a contract. Yeah, whatever. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't. he's talking about he's the Grinch and all this. And I don't remember the guy being like that. I remember the guy saying that people deserve a contract that don't deserve a contract. I don't remember being the other way around. Like, he's taking contracts is what it was. they were trying to make it out to be. Oh, I'm taking contracts away. Like, Stop it. Yeah, he's, you don't uh, have that kind of control. Or, a hard he worked to get into the UFC. A hard also, he worked. Yeah. Motherfucker, I remember what happened. We all Strike did. Force. Yeah. Heavyweight tournament. Class. You wouldn't in it. You wouldn't a part of it. They had fights set up that are alternate fights, and you wouldn't involved in it. Nope. Nothing to do. You fought off to the side against uh, Jeff Munson, the, the guy's name, the guy all tatted up that fucking... Uh, an even record is like 30 and 30 or something. Yeah. And you took Fair. him to the ground and set on him for three rounds. And it, uh, Big muscular guy, that's it. Somehow it, you end it, up in the tournament. Uh, yeah. Anyway. He, uh, he also went on to mention that, of course, yeah, it did take him time to get this uh, contract in the UFC. Basically saying it as if the contender series had existed when he was a fighter. He would have already had a contract. Shut up. No, you wouldn't have. You would have gotten knocked out in fucking 40 seconds on one show. We would have never heard of you, Cormier. The only reason you got in the UFC is because you went somewhere else and had mediocre success. That's the only fucking reason. That's the, otherwise, you would have never had to go to Bellator. You would have got a UFC contract first. It wouldn't have been second. It wouldn't have been third. And it wouldn't have been after you became a champion in some other fucking organization. You stink. It's a fucking... It's a goddamn... What, what would you say? Uh, I, I can't even think of the, the word, but... It's a handout giving this dude a position to 
commentate UFC fights? He's not even a veteran UFC fighter yet. And we're supposed to be like, yeah, no, Cormier's got it. He's got it. You know what? He's better off in a position like Jeff Ross from the WWE. Go do that. Go do that. You want to talk about fucking wrestling so much. JR, right? JR? Yeah, JR. Jeff Ross? Jeff Ross. Ross, (laughs) Jerry Ross? I don't know. Fuck it. JR, the guy with the goddamn stroke face. He should be wearing a cowboy hat talking about Brock Lesnar's fucking sweet moves that he does inside of a fucking, you know, uh, an opera a soap opera for uh, grown adult males. Let him do that. Stop coming over here and talking about fighting that you don't actually know anything about. And if, and also, if we're willing to accept that Cormier can do this job, then anybody who wants to say that we should have some fight experience before we should be able to talk about it, suck my dick, okay? Because that's the same fucking level of experience that any of us could have had. You, Sam or I could have done that exact fucking thing that he did. It's not special, okay? The most, the most important thing that Cormier did in his fucking MMA career was cry in the octagon. I can't remember anything else. I can't remember anything else. That's the only thing that sticks out in my mind. I don't remember any fascinating knockouts or finishes or John Jones beef. I forget all of that. I just remember crying in the fucking octagon. That's what I remember. And I'm sorry, but if I was an up-and-coming fighter, the last place I'd be willing to go to be trained is by a guy who cried in the octagon. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. Not into it. But also, why does Laura Lauren insist on trying to suck up to these dudes? She goes, hey, it's like art in motion when you use that teleprompter. Jump off the bridge, you <laughs> fucking idiot. You stupid bitch. Go the fuck off somewhere. Because we don't... Dude, they brought Sean O'Malley in because I think she said something so fucking dumb. They were like, we need a guy in a green fucking suit jacket to come up here and commentate because this blonde bitch don't get it. Well, they promised him insane. last week for some reason. I don't know if he didn't show or what, but they, we're going to have Sean back up next week. And they never had him. <clears throat> but um, until now. But dude... Uh, Cormier, he did shit on Johnny the Greek. Uh, he got a couple jabs in there every every once in a while. Uh, he first oh, yeah, came he was on. two and one last and, week or some shit. And he said, Yanni, you had a bad week last week. He do that at him. And then um, at the very end, he was like, I'm going to put all my money on Yanni next week because he's due. Which is just another slight of, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Anyone well, listening right now, you listen to a podcast is a lot more accurate than Yanni the Greek. Because the guy, I don't think he knows anything about the damn fighters. All he looks at is where the money goes. The money line came in here, so I went here. And he, he he only seems to talk about parlay bets, which is like the easiest way to bet because you're guaranteed to win something. You know what I'm saying? Parlaying? Come on, dude. But his parlay bets, they don't fucking pay. If you would have put that $100 down this week, you wouldn't have got anything. That's what I'm Same saying. But last why, week. Wh- who, which guy is putting this show together? Because it says Dana White in the fucking name of the show, but it certainly doesn't seem like he has much control. Otherwise, I'd put that fucking meat sack somewhere else instead of on the Contender Series. Because remember, <laughs> at one point, Cormier does say, oh, I like it over here on the Contender Series. You guys are nice to me. Fuck off, dude. You fucking little girl. Go cry again, dude. At what the end of doing? every episode, they're like, hey, if you would have put $100 here, you would have won twenty five grand. Yeah. Okay, no one would. No one makes them fucking bets that, all right, such and such would have won uh, in less than a minute, such and such would have won via decision, and such and such would have won via submission. Impossible. I mean, yeah, it so doesn't hard. fucking happen. Yanni the Greek, you'd lose all your fucking money if you listened to him this week or last week. Well, and also, I, his last name doesn't even sound Greek, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but it was definitely... It, it sounded more Italian than even Greek. But again, what is there, seven Greek people living still? I have no idea. Yanni's one of them. You know, what if just an annoying character? I, I just have to wonder who the fuck 
who's vouching for these dudes? Because it's because we've seen enough of these episodes where we see guys start getting less time. Like Yanni used to start the show, mm-hmm. and then there used to be another guy besides. Okay, now there's two guys wearing strong suits. There's two guys named Dan wearing suits that don't fit them. What are we doing, man? This shit is getting off the fucking rails. But uh, let's talk about the first female fight. Dude. Okay, let's do female it. Female fight. Again, it was annoying to me. It was a great fight, but also annoying how much they couldn't stop going, oh, oh, shit. Oh, what a shot. Stop. Have you never seen fights before? You're supposed to be the commentators, not the people sitting on the couch who just know what a punch is. Because they're like, they, they, those sounds to me, Sam, are the shit that brings you back to the fight. Right? You're like, uh-oh, something's happening. And then you look and you're like, I still see the same thing I saw the last time I looked at the fucking screen. Oh, she hit her this time? You got to scream? Makes sense because it is a female fight. They barely hit each other. But my point is, this. then they say the name's wrong. Is it Gomez? Is it Gomes? Is it Gome? Pick a fucking name. But this girl was nasty. She had great power. The girl, other girl had a broken jaw, came back from a broken jaw to fight, did well. <clears throat> but did either one of these girls impre- really impress Dana enough to stand up and start clapping? Absolutely, no. somehow. But Why? All he's seeing is two females that do the same shit that all the other females do. Not get finishes. Is This is a show where it's like we have to give people contracts. We have to give them money. We have to give them more fights. And we're sitting here watching these women not finish. All you have to do to get a contract as a fighter on this shit is finish. Because our, you're telling me that that dude that hurt his shoulder, the, uh, the flowers guy didn't get a contract? And we, he didn't do anything. We both said this. There was no action. There was really no offense. It was simply brute strength. Yeah. And the guy got a contract, Yep, he right? got a contract. All the winners got a contract tonight. So all you got to do is finish. And yeah. yet here's this female fight that takes 15 minutes, and I'm still not impressed enough because neither one of you finished. Is, does she have enough power? Is she that powerful? Because she didn't finish, homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the shit that's going to go through my head as a person. If I was in Dana White's position or Sean Shelby, whatever the fuck, it would be so much harder. And then you're going to believe that Cormier is going to pick better. He's going to give better contracts. Bisbing's going to give better contracts. Come on, man. Hard to believe because in the end, like I told you, I think we give everybody a contract. Fuck it because you're the odds are going to be the same because we've seen guys that didn't have that much success on the contender series do better when they got a contract later and vice versa. They got, you know, it can work both ways. It's a pain in the ass show, dude. It's not like the ultimate fighter. You don't get to see these guys multiple times. You yeah. see them one time. That's it. But the girls were impressive. I they like both. And, and I'm going to go on what you say. The um, Rihanna Amanda, that's not going to be the last we see of her. Because she's got a very good look to her. They'll, they're going to have her back eventually. Even if they, if they just sign her to a straight-up contract to fill in for some, Or if she comes back on the show. I, I don't think that's the end of her. I don't either. I li- also liked her hair. She had, like, rust-colored hair. <laughs> never seen anybody just lean into that. Like, it's got to be something, that, you know, it's cool. Uh, but she was also tough. The fact that she was able to take those shots after the jaw injury and shit like that, it's crazy, man. That is impressive. you got to give somebody who's willing to even put themselves in that position an opportunity to be successful. Taking that away is is only going to – it's going to make their lives so much harder. You know what I mean? Give them a chance to succeed, and that's what this was because this girl supposedly had all this power and couldn't put her away. That makes her look good as well, Mm -hmm. even though she didn't win. But also, I hate the fucking... Don't show me a Brazil camera. Don't show me a camera in some other country where five people are sitting around watching the fucking thing. Oh. It's so annoying, dude. It's so cheesy. Hey, here, who the fuck are these people, man? Did I just Google this chick, uh, the Amanda lady, that was just saying that I'm sure we'd see her back again. Uh, Dana White says he gave uh, Rihanna Amanda her money, her win money, 
And she said, I don't want the money. I want the contract. White promised she'd be in the UFC one day if she kept fighting like she did tonight. I mean, then you still take the money, though. You still have to take the money. <laughs> That's right. But she, she's got a marketable look to her. You know, she's she does. not... And- She's not Dude, fucking nasty looking. She, she was she was tucking her chin better than most girls I've seen. Like the way that she would pull her head back and keep avoiding. The, Dude, and then the overhand. She had a strong overhand, right? Clean, too. It was so clean. So quick, dude. Very impressive. But uh, yeah, uh, what was the next one? Uh, the next one. The short guy versus the taller guy? No, it was uh, uh, the Cameron uh, Simone. Simone. Oh, Simon. This, yeah. this is good. Okay. Josh Simon. Long, Kim, the twin. We had to hear 300 times about how he's a twin, twin dragon. And then, and then Cornier got upset because he didn't believe that this is the era where twins will root for other twins. He's That's 80s stuff. Yeah, and he, he was upset about that. Why was he so fucking upset about that? I didn't even write that down, but I, I do remember it now. You I'm mentioned. telling you, Sam, from this point forward, you're going to start noticing a different Cormier. He's going to start becoming really pretentious. I can feel it. You can hear it in the way that he's talking. Hey, you guys like me over here. So what are you saying? People that you're commentating with at actual UFC events, like Bisbing and Paul Felder, are talking shit to you? Brendan Fitzgerald, John Annex talking shit? I don't understand. What are you saying, dude? No, it's because of us. People like us, Sam. How many times do you have to hear Simon's age? Oh, yeah. You're the second youngest fighter if he gets a contract. Oh, my God. It's Hey, but also, Simon seemed like a great fighter, a great contract sign, until I'm pretty sure he kissed his dad on the lips at the end. I didn't even see the part, man. Oh, that was either his dad or just a guy. But he kissed him after he won, and I'm out. I don't care about the homosexuality thing. Kiss your dad on the lips is where I draw the line. Kissing your uncle on the lips, draw the line. (laughs) Husband, fine. Dad, weird. You're you're 20. Hey, they hey, that's probably why they kept bringing up how young he was, because they knew he was going to kiss his goddamn dad on the mouth. They're like, he's only 21. He don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. He's going to do it right on TV, on the camera. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, I wouldn't pay attention. Bro, it was so nasty, though. What a knockout. What a finish, dude. You could see both of these guys have real potential, real potential. But this kid's hands were so fucking crisp, dude. He put the power where it needed to be in the perfect moment. But the, it's that it's the age thing that's going to bother me. Because not that there's anything wrong with it, but it's is his mental going to be there in the lights hmm. in UFC against these top tier guys? We'll see. Hey, we'll Look. see. We'll see. I mean, he looked pretty. He looked pretty crisp. He did. He did. And the other guy was not bad either. He was. He was uh, no. coming forward. He was pressuring this kid. So it, it's just a matter of like, oh, if he fights a guy with a name, is that going to make a difference? You know what I'm saying? It's that. It's that. I'm going to show up when I'm fighting for a title. I'm not going to show up when it's fucking Brian. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, I, I like him. Yeah, that that guy. He had no idea what he's running into, Twin Dragon. <laughs> yeah. He looked – his highlights looked really good, though. Yeah. That's where you're like, I it. Because they showed a lot of the Simon dude just training in the gym, not his actual competitions, whereas they showed the competitions from another dude. And you're like, oh, he's got interesting moves. But, yeah, uh, what was the next one? The next one was the Flowers guy? Uh, no, no, no. Um, Jesus Aguilar versus oh, – yeah. uh, Short guy. Fijeda. Yeah, short, short guy, yeah. man. <laughs> Holy shit, that guy – I looked that guy up before the fight. I, I looked all these people up before they fought, and I, I was like, damn, that guy's never knocked anyone out. And then he starts punching, and I'm like, how the fuck has he not, never knocked, have no knockouts on this record? Because, man, he's he's fucking laying them in there. Well, don't forget, Daniel Cormier also talked about how much he likes those barrel chests. Yes, he did. He did. And here's the thing. Which we all knew. I think it's because Cormier thinks he's a barrel-chested guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he thinks. Cormier, you're not. That's not the body you have. Trust me. But, yeah, the guy was super undersized. 
I think that might be a problem, but I don't think he can cut that weight either. He's solid as shit, man. Yeah. But we've seen guys like Rashad Evans be undersized and be devastating, right? This this is could be this guy's thing. And, and this know? behavior Agu- guy, this is the second time back on the show. I'd prefer not to I see these it. guys ever again. Hate it. <laughs> yeah, that was your option. That was your that was your if chance. You get That's finished it. the second time. We don't you need can, you back. I, I would say let's go to the ultimate fighter. Let me see three fights instead of this one fight that you weren't very good at. You know what I mean? Uh, bringing him back like the free spirit idiot and then giving him a contract after two times. You're like, for what? Because he has a tattoo we can read on his neck? I don't know. Is that what's in? Like, geez, dude. We already have Andre Filo, right? F- Andre Feely. We got a guy who looks strange enough. Fuck it. All right, but Flowers versus this younger cat. Clearly younger cat. Either... That or Flowers start losing his hair at a young age. The man's got a horseshoe for sure. Um, this fight had no action. And Sam was right. And I didn't even think about this after I watched it. It's it's hard to understand why they would give this man a contract when there was nothing offensive from him. We, yeah, we all didn't I, see All I saw offense. was someone who seemed strong. Other than the one slam. That was that's all we got to see. And that was a defensive thing. That's a defensive move. He was in a, he was in the bad position. He, he was adjusting out of the position. And there you go. But... Quentin Rampage put a guy down, slamming him. We've seen guys try to get in the ultimate fighter house and knock themselves out with the takedown. And all, all, all we could say is it is a bit bizarre, and Sam's correct. They should just bring him back on the show, have him do another. But then here it is, what we just said. I don't like seeing him come back. But in this situation, you won. You won. Yeah. See you do it again. Well, I'm going to tell you something about Flowers. He's got five losses. He's 12-5. and five. Four of his five losses were submissions. So he's, wow. I mean, I'm sure he's very glad that that slam worked. Yeah. He probably would have just been deeper in the damn submission. Because that's not how you get out of a submission anyway. That, that doesn't work 80% of the time. You just lock hey, yourself in deeper. You can do that once. One time. And that was his one. He if each, every, Any other time he attempts it, it's over. Like he's slipping deeper, like you said. It's just going to be tighter, dude. This guy's shoulder was loose. He fucked it up before he walked to the octagon. You got lucky, my guy. <laughs> the thing is, after he got slammed, he had like a blink expression on his face. He was just laying there. With yep. dudes, dude, he still had dude wrapped up with, his, with his, his legs. Flowers was still wrapped up. And he just like was talking to his corner nonchalantly, like point like, hey, got something going on with me. Then yeah. he just fucking taps. I, I mean, think <laughs> it was wild. The way it looked to me was a guy who was like, because if you look at the way he still had his hands uh, clenched behind his back, it looked like you could see him kind of grab that other arm like this thing's dead. Like he kind of squeezed onto it and the fingers went limp. And I'm thinking, this is a guy who's going to try to fight through whatever just happened. And then he was like, all right, I can't. I, I can't. As soon as he started to move a little, I heard a crunch. <laughs> it's over. Uh, but those guys, what do you think about that? Do you think that guy should get another opportunity because he just he lost via injury? Or yeah, actually, I do. We saw a lot more offense from that guy. See, a guy like that, I wouldn't mind seeing him. He was a younger cat, too, I believe. Yeah, I think he's uh, 24, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him again. But the thing is, is about those injuries, man, you don't know, especially if that's your first time dealing with it, you don't know how the recovery is going to be. Are you going to recover enough to be able to do that again? Or are you going to recover enough to be in your in your head worrying about that happening happening again? You know, it's it's a difficult thing. It's like skydiving. <laughs> you know, are you going to go a second time if the first time doesn't go well? It yeah. seems like, you know. Like the lady with her jaw, but that ended yeah, up working scary, out pretty good. Dude. Yeah, and she took those shots, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. She like got hit hard and was like, I'm fine. I'm good. 
and like I was telling you before, you know, I was like, okay, this Flowers guy, man, we didn't see any offense. They should bring him back. He don't need a contract. We don't know what he can do. We don't know what he can do. And he got on the mic, and he, he, sounded, he sounded spectacular. He was hyped up, and he was, you know, talking about how hard he trained. And uh, he trains harder than anyone. He's ready to go at any time. And uh, people, where's all those peeps? People need to get behind them. Get behind your American fighters. Crazy. <laughs> but anyway, I do like how that Simon guy was, uh, did you see where he, he was saying something to Dana White? And they, they, they come out and uh, they asked him what he said. Basically, Dana White said the guy had asked him if he could go train like after <laughs> later that night to performance center. Yeah. I mean, you always want to, like, remember when the first time we ever heard football players get mic'd up? Or the NBA start being, you could hear the guys talk to each other. That's another level of this sport that's still sort of missing from the Dana White interactions. Or the like, you 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 see fighters nine times out of ten go to the edge of the cage and talk to somebody. Somebody said through the heart thing, "I love you." Your boyfriend's behind you. Who you love it? I want to know who that is. What they say back? Put the camera on them, dude. They have roaming cameras. Let us in. You know what I mean? How many times have we seen a dude grab the camera after he wins a fight and you can't hear what he says? Yeah. Turn the mic on. You know what I mean? Turn it on. I think it's just because they're like, we can't let them say fucking bitch-ass motherfuckers who, who, want, who wants next. You know what I mean? We, we can't have that. So, Because they do get crazy. I mean, we saw a deaf guy yell, fuck, after he lost. <laughs> Couldn't even really yell it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and in the heavyweight fight, um, I don't well, know if you watched it while we were doing this. Yes, I'm watching it. But I need, you to, I need you to say something about Sean O'Malley coming out and commentating. Also fighting Peter Yan as he's ranked 13. Yeah. Hey, man, somebody argue with me again that the fucking rankings matter. Somebody please argue with me again the fucking rankings matter. Because some dipshit on fucking YouTube before whatever tried to fucking say, hey, Max Holloway is number one. He's going to be fighting because he's number two. Hey, fuck you. You're wrong. You're always <laughs> wrong. Okay? We've played attention to this sport enough that we know that that's not the fucking way it works at all. It's going to be the one that sells, sells, and sells. That's it. That's your top three reasons to get a fucking title shot. You have to sell the fight. And that even means Leon Edwards shit. And we'll talk about that. He, There's no selling of the fight. There was nothing leading up to their matchup that made anybody interested. I guarantee you the pay-per-view buys for that fight card weren't even good. Because who the fuck is Leon Edwards anyways? Ten fights in a row you've won? Who are you? Nobody knows. And then you're losing. Bro, let's go. Come on. Let's fucking go. We gotta go to this. Alright, Michael Parkin. Uh, Eduardo Neves. Neves come out, man, looking looking strong, dude. Fucking throwing some right hands, left hands, striking pretty pretty wild. Parkin, he hung in there, tough dude, and uh, decided to take this thing to the ground and fucking put Neves. Neves wore the fuck out anyway. Yeah, <laughs> he put him away. So, but yeah, this Parkin guy, see, we saw what he can do. He can take a fucking beating and he can still hang in there and get the win. That's what we fucking saw. Well, and that's the thing that you got to realize when it comes to watching the heavyweight fights, too, is we're, it's either one shot and it's over or a long, arduous battle between two behemoths just shaking the fucking, you know, the arena that they're in. And that's what makes it so special. And I can I can uh, Sam has said many times himself about this heavyweight division, how good it was and the potential that's still there. It's just there's got to be these stars. We can't have guys coming out and losing because they sprained their ankle or getting poked in the eye. Any of this fucking ridiculous shit missing weight. You know what I mean? You can't do those things. Uh, the Brock Lesnar era was still one of my favorite heavyweight eras. And I hated Frank Mir. You know what I mean? But yeah, when you got a heavyweight. Yeah, fucking, and all 
Overeem yeah. went over there. My gosh. Oh, did you see his recent thing? I think Overeem just slept the dude in uh, kickboxing or some shit. Oh, really? He broke his arm. He broke his arm. Oh, shit. Dude yeah, dude defended a fucking like, body kick or some shit. <laughs> and he's like, he, he walked over to the ref. He's like, that. Mo, it's done. <laughs> he just like showed him his arm. It's done. The doc was like, yeah. So Overeem, uh, yeah, no, back on the roids. Real strong again. <laughs> found his, he found a loophole. Um, you want to talk about this card? Yeah, let's talk about uh, it. How the show goes? I forget. No, I'm playing. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, UFC 278. Uh, first of all, I finished with eight and three, and man, we had somebody in our group that was nine and two. So there we go, getting some smart people now. Uh, hell yeah, pretty good for second place a lot of times. What was that? What was the ranking like? The thou like out of the thousands? Uh, me being, well, I was shit. I was 98 percent, but let's see. 709. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, Not in the heart. Beautiful. Like second place, but still get nothing. And even if I got first, how many people got all of them right? Uh, oh, damn, a very low number. Uh, five people out of everybody in participant. <laughs> I did. I went four and seven. So not a great pick for me. But again, still you know, better than Yanni Degree. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, a lot of these fights, though, were very quick turnarounds. It was like one guy you'd see doing really well, and then he'd fucking lose. And it, I think you have said it before yourself where you've been watching a fight and you, you start going for the guy that you don't even know that you picked. Yeah. Oh, this fucking guy's doing well. I'll go again. You know, I'll pick a guy logically. And then I'll be like, you know, when, when, I, I don't mind the other guy winning. Yeah. Some things yeah. will change though. As they walk to the cage, the first few seconds of the fight, you're like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> this is the other guy for sure. <laughs> that's what's, that's why we, that's the only reason we picked this shit guys. Cause it's just hilarious to me. And it gives us a, a thing to sort of be like, ah, well, we went four and seven. I've never gotten them all wrong, though. That would be crazy. I wonder <laughs> no. if we could shoot for that. Be wild. Right, uh, Daniel De Silva, Daniel Lacerda, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Uh, Interesting fight. Good fight to start the card. Had me hyped a little bit, but, uh, you know, went the other direction. Yeah, man. I, I picked him to win. And uh, I have the, like this thing going lately where, where I just, I'm wrong on the first pick of the fight. I usually hit a big string. But, uh. Yeah, he looked pretty good to start the fight off. He got punched a couple times. He got his respect back. He was started beating up on Altamirena, uh, took him down at one point, and then it fucking um, yeah, he 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 uh, he got knocked down by a fucking knee and never get he never tried to get back up. He just laid on the ground yep. trying to strike from the bottom, and he got he got beat up pretty good. The thing that I never saw happen from Altamirano is I never saw him break. I never saw a moment where it was like, even when it, you could tell he was uh, fighting off the back foot, he wasn't scared. He there was no he was patient. Does that make sense? You could see it in his face. He was he was still waiting to make his next move, and it paid off for him. Uh, like this next fight, um, so big sure. You know, I I got this pick right, but you know, Jay Perrin would have won. I wouldn't. Yeah, but uh, Jay Perrin, he lost uh, the REQ Lang uh, decision. Yeah, he just outstruck rounds one and two. He definitely uh, outstruck him. Uh, Perrin, too little, too late in round three. Yep. Uh, the thing was, is the damage, too. I thought the damage was going to play a major factor, but they still went the other direction because Perrin was pretty clean at the end. Yeah. Our guy was hurt, but uh, he still pulled it off. Uh, I'll do the next one because this was quick. <laughs> uh, Amir Albazi versus Francisco Figueroa. Uh, submission. Early. He's taking over, I guess, right? Who wouldn't even fucking contest? I mean, what are we doing? 
kid's nasty. 15 and one now. Let's go. I need to see some tougher competition. Now, yeah. Angelusi, AJ Fletcher. All right. I picked, uh, picked, I picked Fletcher to win this. And the man should have won. He should have got the damn, he, he should have got the stoppage. He was beating had. all up on him. I mean, he, he overdid it. He exhausted himself. He punched himself out. And Lucy still had some left in the tank. And shit, man. Fletcher got wore out. It's it's the youth youthfulness of the guy. When they got to round three, he was like dead. Yeah. He couldn't he's do still anything. Young. It's the Greg Hardy thing. He he fell into a position where he wanted he thought he had to win and wore himself out. You can't do that. You can't do that. I mean, you're you're better off having the referee pull you off than to just try to commit to thirty five strikes in a row. And, you know, you connect on 33 of them, but you need it all 35. You know what I mean? Because by the time it gets to, oh, now we're on the ground, I got fucking, dude, I have nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm surviving now. It's not a fight. It's survival. And I don't know what that says about uh, the Lusa guy because he did almost get finished. But uh, it was a fun fight. Fun fight. Now, speaking of a goofy-ass fight right here and almost getting to finish. No, I picked Woodson to win this. And Sedonia started off with a bang. He was all over Woodson. I mean, I don't recall even seeing Woodson get get this beat up in a while. I mean, I forgot Saldana had uh, blonde hair at one point. So (laughs) I forgot who he was in the photo. Uh, I'm more of a face guy, less of a name guy. But, uh, wow. I mean, put him away. So, yeah, he knocked Woodson down and went. And need him right in the fucking first. He first he knocked him down. And he stood back like admiring his work, twice. And Woodson, two times. <laughs> two times. Remember the first time and, he did, he just threw his arms out like this. Yeah. And the first time, Woodson again. was wobbling all over the fucking place. I don't. The dude's legs shouldn't be able to hold him up in the first place. <laughs> yeah. What's going on there? And then he fucking runs over and knees him in the fucking head. Which Joe Rogan was like, ah, I hit him in the shoulder. I'm like, dude, that was strictly in the head. The shoulder replay definitely hit him in the fucking head. No doubt. Not a doubt. You know what I posted on Twitter right after that happened? (laughs) I said, usually when this takes place, you win a belt. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck out, Jermaine. And for Woodson's credit, man, he could have went over to the corner. That's my point about Aljo. Stood there for like five fucking minutes uh, and took a rest. But no, man, he was like, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, dude, are you sure you're ready to go? You just got, you know, I'm thinking a situation like that. Bring the doctor in. Don't even go by what the fighter's saying. I mean, some of those, you know, some of those guys, you pop out a shoulder, he fucking taps. Some of those guys, uh, you know, you slice their head off. Oh, I'm still good. I'm good to go. So let hold the it fucking off doctor the see. One arm. <laughs> let the doctors take a look. But yeah, the man couldn't. He could have used more time. Absolutely. Fucking... It was fun though. It was fun. It, and it was took that... the point away from Sodanya and a fucking split draw. It was one of those fights where you're like, <laughs> he's gonna be upset. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's gonna be a little upset because he thought he was going home. It's done. Fight's over. I, I'm unscathed. Let's go home with the check. Not. Man, that, I'm talking yeah. about Saldana too. That was he thought he had had it. He put it in the bag. Yeah. Ran and jumped on top of the cage. Yeah, like, bro, <laughs> like it fucking won. That's where we need that extra mic. We need to hear what he's saying there so yeah. we can be like, ah. <laughs> All right, the next fight, uh, Gordon, Jared Gordon against Leonardo Santos. So 
I, what a boring fight. Striker versus a guy who didn't try to take him down. Yeah, and I thought after I saw the highlights from Santos' last couple matchups, I thought there was going to be some more action here. And then the way they talked about Jared Gordon, this is the uh, basically the guy that we said that would get his head chopped off and continue to try to fight. And boring. Yeah, it was. It was a boring. And then the next fight, man, this heavyweight battle, uh, Tyabora, Alexander Romanov. Ah, oh, dude, Romanov. There's more you could have done, man. You could have had this fight. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. The the judges, who knows? Who knows? You can't leave it to them. But nope. Romanov, you learned your fucking lesson. You don't leave it to the judges. And, yeah, Tabara, I don't even know what to say about this fight, man. And fucking... What to do with him? Because we've seen him fight some tough guys. We've seen him do poorly against tougher guys. Romanov is supposed to be one of the tougher guys. And, like, we're you're in this stalemate now. With both characters, like, what do we do with Romanov? What do you do with Tybura? Do we give him a, a shot at a top five guy? We give Romanov, you know, top five. I, it's very strange, but that is the heavyweight division. So what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, there you go. Uh, Tyson Pedro made very short work out of Henry Hornsucker. Yeah, of course. As we knew. Yeah, this one, this one, we both were like, yeah, there's no, I don't know. I just don't see any possibility. So, I mean, he's got a shit record now. You might as well retire. I was going to say seven and six now. It's no good. It's no good. You can't sell that. Uh, Wu Yanan versus Lucia Pudalava. Uh, yeah, I went with Wu Yanan, and it went the other direction, man. I was impressed. Yeah. Impressed. It's one of the few times that you you see somebody that we had kind of talked about extensively not being super consistent or fighting tough competition, and she came in and did work. You know, Pudalava might really have a, a shot in this division again, you know making a comeback in that way because i think Wu Yan- uh, yanan was actually sort of on that uh journey as well they're pushing her a little bit when she first came on the scene because she had a lot of fights a lot of wins what do you do yeah well, what who's next for Puda lava it's going to be somebody who, like angela hill some ridiculous <laughs> game, you know what i mean she's gonna lose via decision let her, let her finish misha tate to get some oh, get a name brand on her resume yeah there you go I like that. Uh, this next one was real strange. Uh, it was a fun fight. Good fight. Very uh, back and forth, I'd say. Both guys doing their thing. But then I also saw just a younger guy, you know, pulling away, putting in more numbers. And uh, Jose sort of doing what Jose does, but not to the best of his abilities. He, he could have done more, obviously. And he lost by unanimous decision. But now they're saying these things about Davilashvili fighting his own teammate for the title Hmm. are we gonna do it on strong island again ray can we matthew please let's promote some more fucking long island trash like what are we doing dude and we're supposed to be like he will fight his own teammate he will you're kidding because when i watch the ultimate fighter i'm pretty sure all those guys are still friends and teammates and love each other right yeah yeah. (laughs) that's what i'm that's what i believe it's like no that's not special, dude. I should want to fight everybody in my camp. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of you. Especially if you're in my weight class, bitch. I'm coming. Right? Any other mentality, go go coach or something. Do something else. Go commentate because this this fighting mentality of like, nah, we're friends, we're cool, man. I send them letters and shit is played out. Right? It's played out. This is I mean, I, I'm 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 half tempted to be a Covington fan. Because these guys are getting so friendly. <laughs> Remember the one guy was like, or the one girl was like, we're fighters. We need to start looking out for each other. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. 
hey, man, no, you don't. Because fight, you know? You're warriors. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'd prefer if most of you didn't speak at all. Let's get the Fedor thing going. Even if Fedor could speak perfect English 10 years ago, I wouldn't have said a word anyways. I would have kept the mystique. Instead, these guys are like, no, nah, I'm the fucking guy. Look at me. I'm RVD, WWE. I'm the guy. Check me out. Also, I'm friends with the guy I just fought. We, we shook hands. We're going to have a drink in the hospital afterwards. Like, no, you guys should fight again at the hospital. What are we doing? Don't you hate that shit? Yeah, yeah really. That'd be some WWE. Jay, that <laughs> shit when someone like lands a nice body kick or something, then they walk over and give them a high five. Like, yeah. dude, or sm- smile. Gotta hate that smile shit. Smile at me. Never smile at me. I don't don't high five me after the rounds Give over. Give a fucking thumbs up. A smile. Doing, dude? I'm I'm I, I feel like every time I, I watch a fighter would want to be in a fight. If I was a fighter, I would only be in the mentality that Mike Tyson was in when he bit off the ear of Evander. <laughs> no other mentality. It's not the guy who's sniping fucking knockouts. I'm only waiting to bite your ear off. <laughs> you know what I mean? The no, whole no time. Touching gloves for you. Gonna happen, so. But yeah, dude, I think Jose is this guy, this character that's in this division who is a problem for anybody he faces. To beat him is special. To beat him by decision, I'm not sold. And to think that because they're teammates, you're going to be like, that's the one. That's so, gonna... so is he just the gatekeeper of the division now? I think that he's a little higher. He's more like the gatekeeper of like top seven. Get past him, you have a real shot at maybe being a contender. But the thing about it is we have to deal with Sean O'Malley apparently fighting Peter Young. <laughs> Who's number one contender, right? Peter Jan should be fighting for the belt again because, of course, stupid. Shouldn't be not champion anyways. Um, But number 13 should never skip the other 12, 11 between them to fight top guy if next up's Dvilishvili, right? You'd think, I don't know, Sean O'Malley versus Marab first? How about Sean O'Malley versus Jose Aldo, huh? When we do that one. Yeah. Oh, no, let's go Peter fucking Young. Yeah. How'd you win last off. fight, Sean, against Pedro Munoz? Hey, what about against the guy with green hair? And we're supposed to be sold because you get to sit next to Daniel Cormier mm-hmm. and another Dan in a suit and tell us that you're going to be the – this is a matchup that makes the most sense? Stop selling yourself, dude. Try Him forcing himself on us is what makes it so much harder to believe his actual ability. He's like, me, Izzy, uh, fucking another tall, skinny dude. This is the body type you got to have to be successful. And I've said this. I love that body type. It is successful. But don't you sell it to me. Why? That's like Daniel Cormier being like, no, the barrel-chested guy. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. You can't be the guy who's selling the thing. I mean, <laughs> let somebody else be the guy who's like, nah, you're good. Nah, you're, you're, here's your nickname. Dude, I know you had the same fucking thought I did as soon as he said that. Because I'm like, of course you would go for the short, the short fucking guy, you fat fuck. That's, yeah. a, that's a thought I had in my head. <laughs> yeah, Actually, absolutely. I said that all out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You had to. You're, just, you're like, this is so unbelievable. I need to say it to the universe. It has to come out of my head. <laughs> and yeah, I don't yeah, know. It man. doesn't just, make any sense for O'Malley to, it's you know, to skip up there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Put him against Rob Font. Okay, and then the next fight. Luke Rockhold versus Paulo Costa. Everybody knew how this was going to go. <laughs> You'd have to be fucking new to fighting. Yeah. Think that for some reason Rockhold was going to be successful. You'd have to be really new. We knew Costa should have took this fucking dude's head off. Now, I follow a specific MMA YouTube channel for updates and highlights behind the scenes. It's called MMA World. 
I'm no longer a fan because these dickheads decided to put out three different videos. I didn't watch them, but the video was sold with the thumbnail talking Rockhold versus Costa. Oh, Rockhold's nose got straightened from this fight. Thanks, Costa. Stop it. Rockhold hadn't won since 2017. (sighs) And that was against David Branch. Dude. No one knows who the hell David Branch. Nobody cared when he was around. The thing about it is they try to make this fight special because Rockhold rubbed his blood into this Mm -hmm. fucking dude's neck. No one give a fuck. Why do you care? Why does anybody who watches this sport give a fuck about that? That's weak as fuck to me. That that is like that is that's the that's your sister getting angry when you're wrestling because she's not strong enough and she just grabs your arm really hard and squeezes because she doesn't know what else to do. That's him running out of options. He's gonna be fucking creepy now. You see what I'm saying? I have no skills left. I gotta bite your ear off, right? That's what he's doing. He's like, look how creepy I am. Aren't you afraid of me? Shouldn't that make you not punch me as much now? No, dude. Gonna hurt you more. Yeah. What do you do? You, this, stop it. Because now Rockhold has put himself in a position where it's almost like women wouldn't even want to talk to him. I don't, it doesn't matter how handsome you are, dude. I'm not gonna talk to you. You look crazy. That's psychotic behavior, my friend. And I'm a guy who knows psychotic behavior pretty well. Not that I've done any research. Pretty crazy uh, myself. This, I would do this in that position as well just out of the the craziness of it, but to then promote it as something significant in the fight game is beyond me. Neither one of these guys did shit. Both of these guys are shit. What are we doing? Because what are we going to do? Oh, Luke Rockhold wins. He gets a chance at the title now because Costa's top rank or Costa wins. Let's see him lose again. This fight doesn't fucking matter. Stop promoting it, MMA world. That's my rant. (laughs) That was great. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what you do with Costa. The power, the, those first few shots that he was connecting with when Rockhold tried to attempt that takedown, they were short shots, and that's what opened him up early in the fight. And from that point forward, Rockhold's like, oh, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Better play defense now. Now I got to be weird. Like, you're not that guy, dude. He's not that guy. Rockhold's not that guy. That's just all I'm going to say. So Costa's ranks, which way up there. I mean, I, for some reason still, for yeah. Somebody who barely fights. And Chris, you know, did, I'm going to do the exact thing that you were talking about, basically, with O'Malley. I'd put him up against Chris Curtis, who's 15. Okay, how about this? How about you <laughs> I like go that on, fight. How about, instead of just looking at that ranking, he's ranked sixth. Let's also see how many Twitter followers and Instagram followers he has. <laughs> and then we'll do the same thing with Sean O'Malley. Yeah, he's 13, but look at his Instagram and Twitter followers compared to Peter Jan's Instagram. <laughs> got to do it now. We got his business. So fucking. I just like that matchup because Chris Curtis is going to stand up with them, and and it'll be you know basically a punch off, a boxing match that that would be I think would be interesting. Yeah, because Costa has no interest in wrestling whatsoever, but also some reason he is good enough to keep Rock Cold from doing anything offensive. Anyway, speaking of a fight that was dead in the water, fucking the first several rounds, you and me both watched this fight the same. I guarantee it. Sam and I both watched this to the point where. Everything we said was correct. Everything you and I brought up about this matchup was absolutely what happened in this fight. We said, if he can get him down, that's where he's going to stay. If Leon Edwards has the ability to get them shots off, he has to. He has to. And he has to make them count. He can't throw anything that's not worth nothing. You see what I'm saying? And we talked about that extensively, about this could go either way. I don't like either guy 
as champion or even as real fighters. I don't give a shit. I never went for Usman even once. And here I am taking him because Leon had done nothing up to this point mm -hmm. to impress me. His last fight was against Nate Diaz. And some reason that gets you a title shot, I guess. Was it impressive that he took him out the way he did? Absolutely. Do I take anything away from him? No, because he did it. It happened. This was decisive. There's no questioning it. There's no saying, well, it wasn't a clean enough. He shouldn't have got that. No, it was no. A one shot. Good night. Take the belt home. Bye bye. That's it. Was Edwards broken as fuck those first three rounds? Absolutely. He was dead. He was done. They were talking about his obituary. Matter of fact, Daniel Cormier was talking about his obituary was written. So you want to tweet somebody? That's your guy. And then Edwards comes in and says, I must have already been dead. I must already be dead, guy. I'm zombie. Because then he put that fucking head kick in this man's face. And they couldn't talk. I mean, I think it was Joe that was constantly talking about him showing the left. And he throws the head. Throws the kick, right? Shows the left punch. Throws the kick. Good night, dude. Perfect shot. Uh, you know, I was shocked. Is he the greatest of all time? No. No, no. no Leon Edwards got that, that fucking takedown of his own in the first round. That's the first time uh, Usman's been taken down in the UFC. And they couldn't stop talking about it, but also why? Why was it impressive? Why did Leon have to do it? Did he choose to do it, or was it a panic moment because he had nothing else? That's what I think about when I see those things yeah. happen. It's like, yes, sir, of course, you took him down, but are you doing it to be the first guy? Are you no. doing it to say, I can? Are you doing it because you're in trouble? Because he, was he, was, he seemed to be fighting on his back foot from mm -hmm. every point forward. There was some real times where I thought he was going to do something, but then I also saw a light in Usman where I was like, okay, he's still there. He's coming forward. He's not being – he's not fighting off the back foot. And then ka-ching, money shot. <laughs> and now you have Masvidal talking all kinds of shit on Twitter, wanting a title shot. Nah. The man's ranked ninth. He nah. hasn't beaten anybody since a parking lot fucking he's sucker punch. Hey, I would put money that it's Usman versus Edwards again. That's it. Because they've already put too much money into Usman as the 170 champ. They can't risk not putting him in there again, just like with Nunes. You got to get it back. It's a rematch. That's all it's going to be. It's a rematch because they'll, they'll make the argument that uh, it was a fluke head kick. Usman was winning. Uh, he just got caught. Right? There's yeah. too many reasons for You can for make that argument. I mean, that's... Absolutely. But that's what they're going to have but, to say, even though, even though I do believe wholeheartedly that once you win the belt, you shouldn't have to fight the champ again until they take another fight and be successful. It's not fair for them to lose the belt and then immediately get another chance at it. You should have to work your way back. Everybody else would. Any contender would. A contender doesn't lose and then get to contend for it again. Otherwise, we wouldn't have seen Costa versus whoever that you know white guy was. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, to your point, uh, Edwards... He hadn't fought Usman since 2015. He's just now getting getting a title shot. But uh, right, dude, Masvidal, come on. Now, if Kamzat beats the crap out of Diaz, like everyone's expecting, I'm thinking he's getting a title shot, mm. which That's... which should be pretty quickly for for someone like him. But I mean, he blasted on the scene, and then COVID happened. He got COVID and kind of disappeared for a while, but. I mean, he's always seems to be in the shadows, ready to go. So I don't know why he's fighting Diaz. That makes no sense to me. But <laughs> apparently, he's the gatekeeper. Because if he loses this shit to Diaz, if he loses to Diaz, how do you fucking market him as as? Because they were marketing him as some somebody special. Mm -hmm. You know, he kind of saved 
when, when the pandemic hit, he went over to Abu Dhabi and fought like what three, four fucking times and won easily. And they built him up, build him up. And man, I mean, that's a lot of building up to. I just hope he beats the shit out of Diaz because if oh. Diaz beats him somehow, gets some kind of fluke, fucking maybe knocks him down, the guy slips, he gets in, gets behind him, gets a submission, something. I, I don't know, but if he loses Diaz, I don't want to. They're going to be trying to make a, a stake saying Diaz deserves a title shot, all this shit. And, oh, well, Diaz will just cry and say he's going to quit the UFC. Yeah, if he Diaz was on Twitter like pissing on the UFC <laughs> sign. I would have oh. just cut him after that. Like, fuck you, get out of here. He's, he is not a good look for the organization. Huh. Any every single time we've seen him, he's not been a good look for the organization no. since the Ultimate Fighter, my guy. Go get your ass. Maybe they don't want to let him go because they know he'll get his ass knocked out to Jake hey. Paul, and Jake Actually, Paul will be like, "See, I got another one of yours." That's true. <laughs> I like that. Take him. Uh, but I do like the idea that they are putting him against Nate Diaz because of his ground skills. Uh, Kamzat knocked out Gerald Mearshart, who is a known ground oh, fighter. Yeah. So I'm wondering what kind of tactic he will take against a Nate Diaz, who's known for being able to take better shots than Mearshart. <laughs> I, I mean, at least we've seen uh, in the UFC against Kamzat. But Nate Diaz is a smaller guy. He's a uh, whatever that dragon fellow was that lost pretty quickly. Uh, he's 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 pickupable to Kamzat. He's throw around weight. You know what I mean? Like Kamzat could pick up Diaz, put him on his fucking head, and tap him out. And I think that's what I'd rather see because. We've all seen Nate Diaz get punched a bunch and still survive. It sucks. <laughs> it's no fun anymore. That's the guy that they that they told you about before you get into MMA. That's like, there's eventually going to be a guy that you're going to hit as hard as you can a lot of times, and he's not going to go away. That's Nate Diaz. That's impressive. That's awesome. But he stinks as a person who's supposed to represent this Bruce Lee, this this spiritual. Uh, you know, I, I I'm in the matrix i i I flow like water mentality and he pisses on the fucking organization sign that fucking made him who he is nate you didn't make you you didn't make the ufc they made you in fact your brother made you (laughs) hey you got you got uh cormier and uh Mazadal going at it on Twitter right now over this whole thing cormier says he uh shouldn't get a title shot which he shouldn't and Mazadal is like, oh, you're just being butthurt because yeah. uh, I wouldn't do your YouTube in- interview that you requested me to do. So. Yeah. I mean, he's got to find something. Mazadal is good at finding those things like McGregor. Like, I'm going to find that one thing that's going to bother you because you know it's a fact. Yeah. You know, even though it wasn't intended to be that way, it sounds like it because I didn't do the show. <laughs> you know? Also, here we go. Dana White says Edwards versus Usman 3 will be held in England. Looking at multiple venues. I already knew. I mean, what are we talking about? We knew that was what was going to happen. It's a, it's a shame that we didn't see the Miranda Maverick fight, though. That was one that didn't happen. 253 strikes, though, for that final there. Usman versus Edwards. No fights next week, or this week, sorry, which is a shame. Makes my Saturday boring as fuck. What am I going to watch? Keenan Thompson on Saturday Night Live? Get the fuck out of here. I'd rather read. Oh, man, I went ahead and, and uh, upgraded to the fucking what they made me do because you oh, can either, either have ESPN for nine ninety nine or yep. get Disney and Hulu for thirteen ninety nine. So You went with Disney and Hulu? Yeah, I've been watching Dope Sick, which was Bruh. filmed all around here, so it's fucking wild, you know? Check that shit out, dude. Yeah. 
I love those type of shows. I've never watched like the intervention, but that shit sounds awesome. They, uh, they Hulu, drive down the fucking Florida, but it's a hotel that's like right up the street from here that they're at. That's funny as shit. Wow. I mean, that, I, have you ran any cameras? That'd be the craziest thing. You like just drive by or like this guy's throwing up in the street. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they filmed not that far from like the, the park. I was going to, on the work one day not too long ago. And you have seen cameras. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were there's a guy that they were like following him down the fucking street. Oh, but uh, there was a lady standing at one end of the park and they had some cones, but the cones wouldn't across the street. So I drove on through. And when I got to the other side of the park, I was the cones were across the street. So I had to fucking stop yeah. and wait for them to come out, and move their cones out of the fucking way. But yeah, man, I don't know. The state of Virginia, they're giving all kinds of money to these movie makers and shit. There's always. Some shit oh, going it. on around here. I love it, dude. I'd love to be an extra. I swear to God, I would not even want to be the guy who has to say anything. I just want to pretend to talk in the background. <laughs> yeah, French <laughs> toast and shrimp. Just saying whatever the fuck. But dude, Hulu, Disney, you can't go wrong. Yeah. You can't go wrong. I've, I've actually went through all of the 30 for 30s on uh, oh, okay. ESPN. Because even if it's not a sport that I enjoy that much, we all remember Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, mm-hmm. home run battle, bro. Let's go. Like that shit's intense. Uh, Dick Vitale just came out. Uh, I actually check out that Manti if you don't if you have Netflix. Check oh, yeah, out the Manti. Yeah, I, I mean to watch that. I, I kind of know a little bit about that story. That, but I, I live, love those those sports documentaries, like like you're saying. Absolutely, they're intense. They're intense, especially the stuff that you didn't know. But the Manti thing was so crazy because it's like I've been to those. I've seen him play live. <laughs> I lived in that city. I know exactly. Dude, that campus looks so goddamn fancy. And then you drive through and you're like, this place fucking stinks, dude. This place is <laughs> shitty. And then you get to the campus, you're like, it's fucking so much gold here. And then you go, you 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 turn and look the other direction from the campus. You're like, why is that guy naked? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on here? It, I mean, it's not a bad city, but there, you you know, like you can tell like the vast difference in sections. You go down one street and one area is super shitty. And then you get to the end of the street and you're like, is that a fucking mansion? What's going on? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, this. we got some places like that. Um, yeah, man, that uh, that fabulous five, uh, thirty for thirty. That's a damn good one. Absolutely. And I love the- they got a they got a video clip from it's like when Chris Rubber was like thirteen or something. And he's and he's fucking like two feet taller than all the other kids, just blocking the ball right in their fucking face. Yep. Like Dude, a grown you, man you- playing against a six year old in fucking basketball. It's insane. Oh yeah. And imagine the dudes that are doing that shit today. I mean, they're hybrid athletes. There's nothing like these guys that have ever existed. That's why fighting is getting so bizarre now where you're like, oh, he is a crazy person and eats blood. You know what I mean? Rather than just like he needs to fight to feed his family. It's getting crazy. Sports are getting bizarre. But as as you watch the 30 for 30s, you're like, oh, they kind of already have been. There's the one that just came out about the it's called Untold on Netflix. That's the uh, Manti shit. But there's another one about this referee who is fucking rigging games. Oh, okay. <laughs> piece of shit. That's the NBA referee? Yeah. Like okay, zero, zero athlete, just fucking the games up for the team. Like, I mean, you get to a certain point in your job where you're like, I guess I'll steal some silverware. You know what I mean? But at, at this job, you're like, I don't know. I could rig this game and win 50 grand. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. So crazy. All right, bro. You be safe <laughs> out there. Man. Enjoy the weather while it's still nice. It's about to get winter time again. We're going to end up dealing with some more storms, I imagine, coming through. Doing, yeah. I mean, tornado no you guys are on the east coast huh yeah we're on the east coast but yeah, yeah we've had rain. some tornadoes hell yeah midwest shit bro all right bro i'll see you all next right. week peace
one fight. <laughs> 